Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was Christmas Day. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 9, where the writer to the Hebrews, unknown author, but a God-inspired author, where the writer to the Hebrews wrote, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. In speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds, his servants flames of fire. But about the sun, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever, and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness, Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. My dear fellow worshipers of the Christ child, oh, as we look at our reading today, let's, let's kind of just work through that reading a bit. The God-inspired writer to the Hebrews, as I told you, we don't know his identity, but we know he was inspired by God to write these words to, to troubled and harassed Christians, Hebrew Christians, who were being persecuted for their faith. He said to them, in the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. These words, you'd really have to say, they sound like the writer to the Hebrews Christmas story. He's telling his, those Hebrew Christians back then, and he's telling us today that Jesus is God's greeting, God's Christmas greeting to the world. Jesus is God's Christmas greeting to the world. God gave us his son, who is and has always been true God, just like the Father. He gave us his son to be also true man, to be one of us, to be the God-man so that he could be our Savior. 
he was, as it says, appointed heir of all things because, well, he's heir of all things in all eternity, but especially we think of when he accomplished his work, when he accomplished his mission in going to the cross and, and of course, leaving the empty tomb, right? When, when he did all of that, he showed himself to be the victor. He showed himself to be the victor and he shows that he is now ruling over all things for our eternal good. You know, it's such a great comfort for us to know that Jesus is in charge. It's, it's not the devil who's in charge in our world, although there are plenty of times when it almost seems that way, but ultimately God knows what he's doing and he is in charge. That's always true. It's always true that God is in charge and, and as the Apostle Paul says, for us as believers, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. And he's especially working through his powerful word to call people to faith, to make them believing children of God, and then to build up and strengthen them in the faith and to keep them in the faith. Our reading says, after he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. After he accomplished his work, sat down at the right hand of God the Father, not a, not a specific position because, well, God is, Jesus is present everywhere, right? But he's in charge and he's ruling over all things for our eternal good. He is the ruler. He's above the angels. Well, he continues here. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have become your father? Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. With these Old Testament quotes, what, what our reading is telling us is that Jesus is superior to the angels. Definitely, of course, as far as he is true God, but he's also superior to the angels as far as he is true man. His divine nature and his human nature both superior to the angels. When he says here, let all God's angels worship him, that certainly refers to the birth of our Savior, to his nativity, when, when those angels appeared out there to the shepherds out in the fields nearby Bethlehem, and those angels said or sang their song saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Our reading continues. In speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds, his servants flames of fire. But about the sun, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever and righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. 
You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. With these two Old Testament quotes, the writer simply compares angels with Christ and in that comparison, really, there is no comparison. Angels, they're God's servants, God's creatures. Jesus is God. He is the creator of all things. And as God, as the God-man, he is able to be our Savior and Lord and our eternal King. Our eternal King. Jesus is God's Christmas greeting to the world. And through Jesus, through his words, through his life and his death and his resurrection, isn't it amazing and wonderful what God is saying to us? God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is saying to us, God is saying to us, I love you and I want you to be with me forever in heaven. And I'm going to do everything so that you can be there. That's what God is saying to us who by the grace of God believe in him. And, and he wants everybody in heaven, right? Well, be so thankful that the Christmas message is telling us believers now, Jesus is God's Christmas greeting to the world. And how blessed we are that Christ the Savior was born. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending us your Son to be our Savior. Move us always to be sorry for our sins and help us to fight against the sin that would come into our lives. And then help us to know your love and forgiveness and, and everything you have done and keep on doing for us and your desire to have us with you forever in heaven. We pray in Jesus, our Savior's name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.